You're listening to Well I Laughed, part three of illegal drinking. Reddit, am I the asshole? <laughs> Excellent. Um, so this is a fun episode um, yeah. because Maya has pulled up, that's Maya, uh, Maya has pulled up some am I the asshole ones for us to read and we'll get a chance to like discuss and share our hot takes. Before we do though, um, I have an am I the asshole and it's about me, Grant. Is Grant the asshole? Okay. The answer is probably yes. I mean, almost literally always. <laughs> And I'm reflecting on it, and I'm deciding not to change. Um, you know what? That's fair. I don't blame you. Fair to maybe just me. Fair to literally no one else in my life. Again, my yeah. profession is working with children. So today, <laughs> I got home from work, which was work. It was great. Love work, but also a little emotionally draining. And I had a very limited time before I had to kind of hit the road and come to my and Casey's very swanky place here downtown. And so I don't have a lot of time. I, my phone's basically on do not disturb mode. I'm playing some music. I'm running around the house. I'm like making a little dinner. And then worst case scenario possible happens. What do you think is the worst case scenario in that situation? Your house burns down. I'm here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine me telling the hot, I'm sure hot, firefighter. I would love to stay and go through the wreckage of my house. <laughs> but this podcast that I started with my friend a week ago. <laughs> needs me i'm the talent listen <laughs> you asked me what the worst case scenario was and i gave it to you i thought i was working with a rational person <laughs> you're not listen That's what about also, my many pill boxes <laughs> not a rational person. you know me enough to be like worst case scenario you have a dog now like i don't <laughs> like a house sounds like a clean slate and an insurance payout okay um, okay wait worst case scenario worst case scenario you burned your dinner. So close. Someone knocked on my front door. <laughs> and it's one of those things where it's like, I know that they know that I'm here. And because oh, no. I stopped doing something for a second, I have now just, with my noise, acknowledged that I heard the knock. So, all right. So my question of, am I the asshole? And I've crowdsourced this. This is divisive. I kind of like t like let out a sigh i open up my front door and there's still like this glass door i open up my front door i wave at them i say nothing so i wave at them i shake my head no and then i immediately close the door again um oh lock and you could see the start of their pitch like on the tip of their tongue and then i continued and so my question to you maya am i the asshole for opening up the door waving at the door knockers, not saying a thing, and then closing the door on them. And because I live in a city, I then turn the deadbolt, which always has like a kind <laughs> of sound to it. Okay, I have a couple follow-up questions. 100%, you to clarify. Are... I am the victim. That's a great first question. <laughs> not, not my first question. That was your white straight man for a hot second. I know. It's crazy to think that could happen to like people like me, you know? Unbelievable. Was, who, like, who was the person that came to your door? So persons to a little tag team deal, okay. which I think someone was getting trained. Okay. Because um, one of my friends was like, was it a possible neighbor? No. Was it an adult? Um, I... So that's tough because I turned 30 this year. I'm like, what does that word even mean? I'm not a um, I would say younger than me, but they could just have a great skincare routine. But are they high schoolers? No. Okay. Okay. So yeah. 
in that not case, children is, I guess, the best way. As someone it. who has gone door to door, okay, which I feel like most kids have at this point, right. but like, I would rather someone tell me no, right, or at least okay. Here's where you might be the asshole, right. where you could say, "I'm sorry, I I'm in a rush. I don't have time." And then close the door, even if they start talking. <laughs> Doesn't that seem so much worse? It does, though? but it seems like saying nothing and just saying no. <laughs> seems a little harsh. Okay, so first I want to go ahead and point out, and we're not arguing, but just to argue my side for a second. No, you're fair. I had very little time to plan this out because I... Fine. No one ever expects a stranger to knock on the door anymore. <laughs> I have a vacuum. Like, leave me alone. You, I don't need anything. I was afraid, I think, in that moment, that if I made a sound, they would then also make a sound. Because they've been trained to, like, oh, yeah. how do you get that person who's trying to close the door to, like, stay with you? Like, that's yeah, part of the trend. Because yeah. like, that's part of the biz. We've both been there, right? <laughs> that I was afraid that if I made the first audio, mm. they would then start talking, and then I'm closing the door on a person who's talking. That's so fair. So by not saying anything at all, because it's that principle of sales. Like, yeah. first person who talks loses. Right. So I started talking all. <laughs> we're like, we're not a good starting. <laughs> yeah. I I think overall, right. overarching, you right. are not the asshole. Thank because you. I would rather, if it were me at the door, I would rather someone come and tell me that, right. like, I can move on. Right. That it's not worth wasting, wasting my time than having to sit there and wonder if someone's coming down to answer the door. Right. Because see, no one talks about how I'm the hero in that situation. Okay. So I'm glad you brought that I take up. it back. You are the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the thing too. Like you can you can tell that like sound is coming from my house. Like I yeah. love my house, but it's not it's not that big. And yeah. the door is, you know, naturally connected to the living room. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't want to be like, is he coming? It's kind of starting to snow a little bit. Do we have to just like hang out here for a second and then it's like well there is music playing maybe he didn't hear it so like do we knock again and now you've burned like yeah. 90 seconds at a door that too much. isn't going to answer yeah. you like at all you know yeah especially if you like are knocking on someone's door and you know that they're in right and they don't answer that was even i remember as i mean i haven't been door to door since i was like a kid a sure. kid but and i was like much more sensitive to things as a kid. Not like what happened on those streets no. that like desensitized no, you. No, I just grew up with uh, a mother that was semi-abusive. <laughs> that pause was me debating if I should. Say that. <laughs> and I remember my mom doesn't listen to podcasts. Remember how last time I was like, my parents took the chips and salsa away from me, <laughs> and you're over here in my am I the asshole being like, my mother sent me out on the streets. <laughs> She never sent me out on the streets. So the programs that I was in sent me out on the streets. She illegally signed me over to a program who then employed me in these streets. Yeah, because you don't like if you're standing at the door. Yeah. You can hear lives going on, on the yeah. inside. It feels a little bit like um what's a Christmas tale, right? Yeah, where you're like watching from the outside. Yes, a hundred percent. And that's haunted. Yeah. So I did I spared them time. Yeah. Did not close the door on them talking. Yeah. I think I could have probably handled it with more grace, but that is almost every interaction I have ever had in my entire adult life. You know what? Same. <laughs> Same. I don't blame you at all. And I think overall verdict, you're not the asshole. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Listen, you didn't have a choice. That was going to be the position you had to arrive to before I moved on. I hate it here. <laughs> she rolled her eyes so hard. I thought <laughs> I'd have to call Casey for a <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So you now also have real okay. things that have happened to you, right? 
No, I'm joking. <laughs> I am the apple. I've acknowledged that fact. I've moved on. Your therapist sounds amazing. <laughs> My therapist is amazing. I saw her a TikTok the other day. I don't know if she's just... I have I students do that, and I'm really afraid they're looking at me for emotional validation, and I do not have that send, capacity. They send you TikTok? Well, because I'm funny and cool, but like, they also like number? with the, yeah, the speech and debate kids for oh. when we're like, I wasn't supposed to say that, but I'm nameless. Yeah. <laughs> like, like when we go on a traveling trip or something with the kids, they need like a way of calling contacting us how else are they going to know if they can go get ramen from the gas station or not yeah um they wouldn't is the thing um i don't remember i don't remember if i ever had any of my teacher's numbers i feel like i probably have my, my choir teacher's number right exactly okay well i'm gonna log into my sondermind account to see if my therapist responded to my tiktok because it was pretty funny <laughs> i haven't checked this episode has been brought to you by better health <laughs> Not text a person. We don't like BetterHelp. <laughs> Do we not? No, BetterHelp like severely underpays their people, and they also like don't accept insurance. But oh my god, accepts insurance she sent me days. a TikTok back. <sighs> she said that's amazing. Are you guys dating? I don't know, but I love her. She's so funny. I also canceled my last therapy session because I just didn't feel like it. Does that mean, oh, it's this audio too? Oh, yeah. this one, It's just a different version of the same. Listen, a therapist said sending me any audio, any TikTok <laughs> with that audio, I think would wreck me. Because in my delusion, I can convince myself that I'm only sad at night. But the therapist <laughs> sending me the I've lost my mind TikTok audio, what's the text to it? Um, Hold on, let me see did you know she dies in London from a heart attack triggered by an eating disorder? The singer of that song. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have become my mother. I don't know if your mom does this, but my mom will be like, you know that person, your babysitter when you were three. You remember her? She died in a car accident the oh other day. That's why I was here. All Midwest moms do that. All Midwest moms are like, you know, here's life from this part of the world. See, that's what I appreciate about my mother is that she... I mean, she has kids that I grew up with because, like, all of her, like, Japanese-American friends had kids around the same time. Sure. But, like, she's never, like, you know that person from across the street because mm. she never met that person from sure. across the street. I love that your mom was like, I'm a shut-in. I have no interest in meeting people. <laughs> Meanwhile, I go home and when I talk to my family, it reads like a Game of Thrones chapter. <laughs> Well, the Blankenows and the O'Connors joined us for dinner at O'Reilly's. And it's like, what is this? Okay, this is the one that I sent my therapist. And then if you scroll down, that's I love what she sent me. Okay. <laughs> this. I don't even really know how to contextualize this. <laughs> It's like when you see some, it's like when you see a dog wearing a hat, it's exactly how you think a dog wearing a hat would look like, but it still makes you pause. That's what this, yeah. okay, and then her response yeah, her is, response, she said this it might have to do with something so the real question, and I love this like renaissance, avant-garde, like what's the perspective here? Is your therapist the one that made the checklist or is she just calling you out for your bullshit? Did it I? Could be what both. is it? What does it say? Oh yeah, that's me. Okay, that's <laughs> you. Like, I made the checklist because she has a doctorate. <laughs> like three sessions ago, she was like, "So, because we worked through a lot of the like surface trauma, right?" And sure. so she was like, "What do you want to like work on?" So what? Uh, you like just ran two hours of jokes by her, and <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, well, thanks for listening. <laughs> 
Because then he was Spotify podcast throughout here, so <laughs> should fill in the gaps if there is any. <laughs> um, but yeah, like three sessions ago, she was like, so what do you want to work on? Uh, like you can like... Th- but between now and our next session, think about like what you would like to work on so that we can like come up with like action items or like right. we can actually talk about it. The next the session came around and she was like, so did you think about work on? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she also has ADHD. And so she, and like, she was mm. like, sounds about right. There's like multiple times now where I've logged on like two minutes late. For sure. Been actively eating food. <laughs> <laughs> She's been like, she's been on waiting for me. And I've been like, hi, I just realized I forgot to eat lunch. It is 4 p.m. That's dinner, girl. Yeah. That's dinner. And she just starts laughing and she's like, that's me. And she has like a protein shake. Here's the thing. I, I wish I understood you people more. I really do. I have never once forgotten a meal ever in my entire life. And I've lost three grandparents. Because <laughs> the thing, do you know what I have to regularly do? I have to stop myself from eating lunch early. I have a plan period from 10 to 11, and our lunch starts at 12.45. Oh my God. And I don't think there's been a day this month that I haven't been like, well, a little nibble wouldn't hurt. <laughs> it's bad to eat all that food at once. No, it's not. That's insane to say. The single serving size of potatoes with tahini on it. They're the corporate sponsor. <laughs> None of this, by the way, on has potatoes been at 10 a story. It hasn't been structured. We're building it. We have taught them nothing other than that we are damaged and that making a podcast is a lot easier than you think it's going to be. But it probably is. Yeah. Um... Step one meet at a coffee shop. You should talk to your friend Tyler for three hours. <laughs> Tyler, if you're listening, we can do <laughs> Brainstorm 15 minutes worth of topics and then just show up and do it three months okay, later. Okay, here's the thing, though, is that how much work have you really put into this podcast? Um, me or Tyler? Who are you asking you. right now? Girl, I've told two of the three stories that we had. I have Girl, a bullet point list. I have edited for hours. <laughs> and yet we have no podcast to show. I'm sorry, we can take this off here. <laughs> you don't mean to fight in front of you guys. Okay, uh... <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I also made the logo, so like you did make the logo, and I'm currently composing our intro. I hope at no point you got the message that Grant isn't deeply appreciative of this work, because <laughs> I know I don't know how to do it. I know you don't. I have the kind of confidence that helps you build an IKEA set, but also the kind of patience that means don't make me revisit it. I have I no way of editing. You have these. the confidence of telling me I know how to build the IKEA set, <laughs> and then not saying anything while I build it completely incorrectly. Oh no! You, I love you, and I love that we're still discovering a little bit about <laughs> each other. I would a hundred percent do it, and as soon as you were wrong, I would let you know because that's would you is, help though? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm actually probably not letting you help. I'm letting you <laughs> take cover. And that's not like a masculinity thing. That's fair. I am sitting very perked up in my chair right now. Not a masculinity <laughs> thing at all. I lotion my hands before I go to bed. Just because it's drugs right, right now. Um, okay, thanks. I thought it was safe. You send TikToks to your therapist. Because so <laughs> I go to therapy. All I'm trying to say is I love assembling uh, IKEA furniture because it's a task that I can accomplish that comes with a checklist. I do like assembling IKEA furniture 100%. too. I don't like assembling it with Casey. Have you ever gotten to the end of assembling it and realized that you messed up a little bit yes. and now it's a smidge wonky? Yes. But that's the... F- 
one moment where I'm fine with not everything being perfect. Yes. And I'm like, this Casey's is dresser and the TV stand upstairs. 100%. Uh, one of my drawers is never actually fully closed. It just always kind of sticks. Casey's drawer, it's it. really funny though, because when Casey moved all of our stuff, because I was in France. <laughs> intentionally so it was not intentional it was an accident Uh but it seems very intentional now that i look back on it it was absolutely i remember the moment i realized that i had scheduled my vacation for when we were supposed to be moving and there was so much dread in the pit of my stomach do you know who you sound like right now tyler lydia bohawk ah you know what me and her are very similar you are yeah um so one of the dressers we have two of the same dressers that i had bought when casey (laughs) moved in with me one of them i made first and it was made slightly incorrectly. Right. So the the bottom drawers, I think, don't have like a stopper so that you can just pull them all the way out. Oh, and they kind of like That's almost all of my drawers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and one of the, the drawer, one of the drawer fronts that the people that like made the dresser gave me was like, um malfunction it wasn't it just wasn't made right and so i had to ask them for a replacement but i already made the dresser and so they sent me the replacement i never put it on (laughs) you're like no now i have this board i have to hide somewhere because i'm ashamed casey moved he didn't realize that he had put his dresser in the spot that i was going to put my clothes okay and so he got the dresser (laughs) that was like a little wrong so so while i was in paris and my boyfriend was moving everything into a four-story town home he Uh, didn't get my vision board for how the flow of the bedroom was going to work and now because there's no other way to learn that's now my my space is that am i understanding am i following that list dresser hey question how much of this ikea talk do you think we're going to include in this episode <laughs> i don't know <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair for the people out there who are now blaming me because you're right i did decorate the whole space i decorated and put everything else together like all of the i put things on the like the the bookshelves weren't even on the walls and Casey was like, I'll help you with it tomorrow. And my ADHD brain said, if they don't go up this instant, I'm going to lose my mind. So Casey carried a bookshelf up three flights of stairs. They put it right there. It's that bookshelf. Oh, that he also put, I also put that bookshelf together. We only had that one previously. So you better shut your fucking mouth. Listen, I don't cohabitate with anyone, okay? That's why my house is postmodern minimalism. It explains a lot. He might be older than me. He... Maybe has less life experience. Um, excuse me. I have taste. I have a gallery wall, so. Don't shit talk my gallery wall. I I will cry. I will cry. I was looking for faults, as I do, because I'm gay, and there aren't really any. Some of the frames are... I have that picture of Denver. It's in my living room. The, like... uh, The... the... Yeah, with the white... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that artist. Same. Nice. <laughs> He's very popular around Denver. Um, so we're going to analyze now. Three minutes into this podcast. <laughs> Twenty minutes into this podcast. We'll tackle all that IKEA talk on at the end. Oh, um, okay. So here are the "Am I the assholes that I okay, saved?" Okay. Okay. Um, I did also send myself an AMA, I think, um, or an explanation thing. Um, okay. Here are your options. I'll edit this part out. I don't know. I don't know. It'll show up somewhere. I think anything from minute five to minute 30, you can do whatever you want. (laughs) It'll be in. It'll be out. I don't know. Okay. You have, am I the asshole for purposefully giving alcohol to Mormons? Ooh. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my 
friends that left me out because I'm a quote alcoholic? Am I the asshole for not giving my sister her wedding dress because she didn't invite my underage son? Mm. Am I the asshole for no longer wanting to pay for a trip abroad if my pregnant wife won't allow me to consume any alcohol on said trip? So as you can see, these are all alcohol-related, right, like right. prohibition. So yeah, yeah. Right. Am I the asshole for a dry wedding and telling someone he has an alcohol problem? Am I the asshole for banning alcohol from Christmas? Am mm. I the asshole for missing an actual emergency because I turned off my phone to avoid my wife's unnecessary contact attempts during my tech-free weekend? <laughs> Is that related to alcohol? <laughs> I don't know. I searched alcohol and saved the ones that had the most... My points. wife called as her plane went down and I missed it because that was my weekend. Obviously. Am I the asshole? For the boys. <laughs> uh, am I the asshole for not apologizing to the person I used to bully? That mm. wasn't really an alcohol related. Some of them are just, I thought were funny. Um, am I the asshole for double dipping my bagel in the cream cheese container? Yes. <laughs> okay, and like, I mean, one we all do it because we're human. But the, we're an asshole in that moment. Okay, and then this last one was from a Reddit thread that, or a Reddit page that Casey recommended called Best Of, where people just like tag the best of things okay. in Reddit. This one is about, um, this user explains the benefits of alcohol prohibition, its origins, and downfall. Sounds like a great story to queue up when we circle back to alcohol. I want to do the Mormons one, because I think there's a rich opportunity for like Utah jokes and like religious weddings. Okay, I'm going to a little bit of Pierre as we go ahead. I need this. to figure out how to get back to where the West because I consistently lose it. Okay, here we go. We'll do the Mormon. Okay. We can do a second one. And then I'll, so what I'll, I'll read the first part and then you can have your opinion. I'll say my opinion. And oh, then I can have my opinion. You Thank can, you. I guess. Um, and then there's an FAQ. I think that they um, added afterwards and then I'll tell you what, because, you know, have you ever, you've been on the Angry Asshole, right? They, like, no, actually, vote. So this is not me being sarcastic. I don't really have Reddit. Reddit. Um, I don't know how to use Reddit really well, which is why I'm struggling, but. Reddit kind of feels like one of those things that all the kids who were allowed to use the internet unsupervised learned how to do. Yeah. And by the time I was allowed that, aka in college, it was too late to ask It's also, anyone. like, really weirdly complicated. Like, it doesn't feel as refined as other stuff. Well, it's, like, almost forms. intentionally not. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's all form. I got onto it because I got really into like going to the gym and this particular brand. Sure. And they were, there's like a huge scandal going on and someone was like, you gotta check out Jim Snark. And it's like, <laughs> it's a play on Jim Shark, but it's like Jim Snark okay. where they just like shit talk fitfluencers on there. And that's how I got invested. See, much like a new religion, I believe every word of this kind of fanatically so. Uh -huh. Like I've read it, I just believe that it's like the truest form of crowdsourced information. It's amazing. And no ability to navigate it, which I think also adds to the mythicism of it. It's hard because like, when I want to go to Jim Snark, I want to go to Jim Snark and see all the like recent tea on all the fitfluencers, even though like at this point, I know like less than half of them. <laughs> but it's still funny because they're like, is she cheating on him? And like, mm. they're gotten really snarky to the point where it's like, you guys are just bullies. I kind of love that it's like small town culture, but for big city so living. So funny. <laughs> but then if you go to the homepage, it's like all of the Reddit threads that I joined. So it's like r slash funny, r slash cute, r slash pets, r slash gym snark, r slash F45. And it's like, you can't control. F45? It's the gym that I go to. The like oh, okay. workout classes. They like, cause they post, um, they'll post what the workout is ahead of time. So you can like see the week before you go because they don't post it really anywhere else which is weird 
Okay. Except on Reddit. Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> okay. So, we're okay. about to dissect Am I the Asshole for... Okay, so the title is, Am I the Asshole for Purposefully Giving Alcohol to Mormons? And here's the story. It's a long one. Um, I, 31 male, am a classically trained French chef. I have spent the last 11 years training and cooking in restaurants in France and am an American citizen. I met my wife, 26 female, five years ago when she was on vacation in France. We fell in love and she lived with me in France. When we decided- You know it's the kind of couple that talks about France all of the time. She said France like six times already. In like a vaguely snobbish way. Oh yeah. And not even that vaguely. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> I just realized that this was one of the few that I hadn't read ahead of time, so I'm sorry nice. if I stumbled. Um, anyway, uh, when we decided we wanted to start a family. She expressed a desire to move back to her hometown of Salt Lake City, Utah, in the USA. Oh, First of all, wow. horrible decision. There are many. Actually, I take that back. I do really like Salt Lake City. It is weirdly entwined with Mormons. Can I ask, did she go to France or did she get sent to France? We're going to find out. Okay. We're about to find out <laughs> in the USA um, so we can be closer to her family. We have made the move as of last week. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, he is right. already regretting it Straight deeply. to Reddit. You know, he was in Paris. I mean, he's not saying Paris, but it was Paris. Yeah. Uh, and now he's in, what, North Provo? Basically. <laughs> North by There's Mar a Texas roadhouse there. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, okay, I did a lot of work for my job. It, I'm a project engineer, a consultant project engineer, so I had to live in Utah, basically, for like five months total or something and the first bit that i was there i lived in salt lake and to be fair i do love salt lake a lot it's very okay. cool and like it's right up against it's like where golden is compared to us so sure. it's like very pretty the state capital is beautiful it is just weird how it's so entwined with mormon culture like when you're i went out with my friends a couple times to like the clubs out there and it's still illegal there i don't know why still it's point blank illegal there <laughs> to have two drinks in one hand so like you you can't even get like shut up yeah. for reals you can't even have like a double of something so like most cocktails you can't have like they'll make it with a single shot there was one time that a bar was closing so i asked for two shots of whiskey so that i could like get it down before last call sure and he said i can't do that and like i was like okay can i have one and then the other and he was like yeah and so he handed me one and i was like can i get another one he was like i legally can't pour this for you until you finish that one like that's how crazy it is you also can't buy liquor like anything above a five percent abv on certain days i think it's sunday okay um because i went for a ski trip with my cousins there one time and we like tried to buy booze and like we couldn't and so it's like the mormon <laughs> culture is weirdly entwined with the yeah, government it's just like really conservative it's socially really, yeah it's really conservative socially but at the same time the people that aren't mormon there are really liberal sure because you almost have like, like to prove a point it yeah, sounds like because you have like moab you have the arches you have all this outdoorsy stuff that you're gonna get all these granola people there the only place i've ever had a sushi burrito is salt lake city exactly. yeah exactly um but yeah i really like I also that. once went to a drag show in salt lake city oh, that had gotta be hilarious five audience members I now in salt lake city's defense it was a thursday <laughs> <laughs> i was passing through on my way to go hike bald mountain which is in um gray basin which was hilarious but I, if i can just say and i know we're talking about giving alcohol to mormons but when you are 20 percent of an audience of a drag show babes there's a lot of pressure on you that's you a lot you gotta love it 
and you got to tip it. You, yeah, that's true, that actually. Money, you know, I'd leave after the third number. I was out of ones. Yeah, the only <laughs> few times I've been to a drag show, and I, I wish it was more, but like I've always felt She's so. She's out in LA. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast with a very gay bear. <laughs> <laughs> Who I has done cocaine? Grant Thomas. I don't know what else can be expected of me. Goddamn. Okay. Anyway, continuing this story. Right. So they're that in Salt was, Lake City. For they've made it to week. Salt Lake. Yeah, they've made it to Salt Lake City. They have moved there. They've been there for the week. Um, when we made the official move into our house, moving in some furniture from France and some bought furniture stateside, we had a bunch of neighbors come out and help us. What was expected to take four or five hours of moving in and arranging and putting away ended up taking two hours as suddenly 15 people came mm, over to help. Sure. With snacks and drinks and advice about the home in the neighborhood, I was so grateful and surprised at the kindness, so I offered to cook them a grand meal three days later. Some turned the offer down because of their kid's schedule. Others became others because, quote, helping neighbors move in is just the Mormon thing to do. Sure, of course. Um. I ended up cooking a four-course French dinner for three other couples. Dang. First of all, can I help you move in? Like, let me know when you're moving again. Also, I love that he was like, I'm a good person. I'm, like, going to throw a dinner for these people that help me move. Uh, I hosted a house party three weeks into moving to Denver because I had no friends and was desperate for a social circle. Hell yeah. Sir, I'm sure you're a great cook and that you're a kind person. But we've all played this game of like, <laughs> what if we literally broke bread and see if anyone in here is interesting? Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough, honestly. Um, I ended up cooking a four-course French dinner for my for three other couples. They all absolutely loved my entree of oh gosh, for all the French that I study, I don't know that I can pronounce this. Mm. Guillaume qui Pierre with a pan sauce. Some even asked for seconds of it. I ended up making copies of the recipe for them. As a final thank you, since they loved it so much. When I gave them the recipe, they looked absolutely shocked. They didn't realize the pan sauce had red wine in it, and they are not allowed to consume alcohol because they are Mormon. Mm. They ended up getting very angry at me, saying I'm trying to corrupt them with alcohol and that I should respect other people's beliefs and dietary restrictions. My wife is very upset and feels I ruined our first chance at making friends in our new neighborhood. <laughs> People I have talked to about this have been very split about it, if I am the asshole or not. Some say I should have studied up on Mormon dietary restrictions and modified my recipes to match, while others have said that as the people with the dietary restrictions, they should have mentioned them well before the preparation of the meal to make sure those restrictions are met, just like someone with an allergy would mention it. So, people of Reddit, which side are you on? Am I the asshole? That's a hot take. That's... Mm. See, I have some thoughts on this, but I want to hear Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I have, like, a very crystal clear opinion, and yeah. I'm trying to, like, push it to see if it's just, like, my own biases yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. I definitely don't think he's an asshole but at why? all. Well, one, he, like, shared the gift of his cooking skills Absolutely. with everybody, you know? Um, if he had, like undercooked the chicken and everyone got food poisoning that's <laughs> different but that's 100 like yo that's my bad like i'm sorry but like <laughs> sorry you got salmon that and so but it's like you made a delicious dinner and they're like oh by the way you just tricked us i don't know if you could actually trick someone if you don't know that what? you're pulling yeah. it on them yes. so that's i think the first huge thing second and this is perhaps maybe more insidious but why do you think they were there for dinner? 
And here's what I mean. It's like, hey, since we all know each other, would you like to join us on Sunday? It's like a very common thing, especially for religious Midwesterners to do. And I don't think he would go on and be like, you tricked me into trying to join Mormonism. Yeah. Yes. I think it was kind of supposed to be a neutral ground. And not to say that like all dibs are off or things like that. But like, if your dogma is so intense that you can't even accidentally have a wine sauce. That's crazy. You know, it, it just reminds me a little bit of the people who like swear by orange theory. And I'm like, I get <laughs> it. You need to be obsessed with something. I'm who doesn't? Not Listen, I'm sure. You have opinions on Orange Theory the same way I have opinions about, like, Jesus at Trader Joe's. Like, we all kind of need something to be, like, a little fanatical (laughs) around. We all need something to be just a little... no background. 100%. A little bit like, oh, don't talk to them about that. Like, you'll never escape that conversation. We all get two of those. And for some people, it's how you're not allowed to drink alcohol even by accident. Yes! Okay. Do you have any more points? I mean, I always have more points, but I want to hear your thoughts. So first... As a chemical engineer, when you cook alcohol, you cook the alcohol off. So technically anything, that's why you can give sauces that have wine in them to like kids because it's not going to get them drunk. There's no alcoholic component. Science famously plays a large part in religious rules. (laughs) (laughs) Not wrong. I have a very funny story. Walking, we're probably gonna end this up. Casey and I were walking home from a abs game, and we were walking past the Church of Scientology. That's like right there. Hundred percent. It's two old, like white men coming out, and they're pointing at the stars and like looking at them. And I was like, Casey was pretty tipsy. I was like, maybe a little tipsy. Sure. We just looked at them and looked at Casey. We waited. I waited until we passed a little bit, and then leaned into Casey and was like, "Do you think they're wizards or are they lizards?" <laughs> I love the rhyme too. That's a that was very right. quick of you. <laughs> I'm very proud of that. Anyway, okay. Um, so also, not only is the alcohol cooked off, so technically, like the fact that they're mad about having consumed alcohol is a fallacy because they're consuming like grape juice sure. more or less. Um, like there's no nothing that's gonna get you drunk in that, even if there is a red wine sauce. There's a reason that like cooking wine is different from like regular wine because it's so low quality sure. because you're not going to taste like you're not drinking it like a whiskey <laughs> on the rocks to like, be fair though i don't think the rule is you can't get drunk off of the good stuff i think it's fair like, it is a consumption fair enough. Of... but like the, the reason they sell it as a cooking wine and so much cheaper is because they don't have to make it sure. taste good i'm trying to think of analogies that fit my community more and the only thing that i kind of keep coming to is finding out after the fact, you're in an open relationship. <laughs> like, this was actually a really big rule for me, but you didn't know that. And I guess because of the culture that I was raised in, I expected you to know that. Yeah. Because these, I mean, here's the thing. While, I, because I don't share the same belief system, maybe I don't see the harm as profound as they do. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm like, you had a beautiful pan sauce, right? Yeah. And like, now you never get a chance to do it again. But it's also sucky to find out that you've been engaged in something yeah. that you didn't necessarily fully know you were participating in. That's super vague. That's not clear at all. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I personally, at this point, put the most fault on the wife. I think 
Especially classic you blaming women. It's a hundred percent. All of them. Um, but there goes literally probably all of our subscribers. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love women. I am. We've bisexual. already ran away both of our mothers. I don't Damn. know what else. Uh, <laughs> so if she grew up in Salt Lake City, right? Presumably, because she her family's there and they're moving into a Mormon neighborhood, right? I presume she at least is familiar with Mormon culture. And therefore, and she also is familiar with her husband's French cooking. But isn't, no, because like, isn't, I mean, aren't all belief systems pretty elastic? Like you've all met, everyone's met a Mormon who drinks coffee, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I get, yeah, I honestly think the Mormon should have said something and be like, by the way, we can't do this. But also they're in their home space and they might not have thought about it. I'm not saying that like they shouldn't have said something because of that. I also just don't think he is at fault. Like, he just didn't know. He can't. I think the interesting thing is that they were uh, upset in the home of their host, which is a person who comes from the Midwest, which has a lot of crossover with Mormon culture. Like, I have heard absolutely insane things said that you don't even get a chance to mention until you're in the car on the way home. (laughs) You're a guest. You know, the idea that they were so upset that they... uh, like noticeably got upset at their hosts. Yeah. Um while they're still at the host's house. I mean, it sounds like they were really angry. Yeah. I always kind of feel like these Am I the Asshole articles is like, should I be feeling guilt? Because I'm not. And I need to make sure that I'm like still like experiencing humanity correctly. Thing. I'm not we're gonna cut this part out, but I think I should do another one. Okay. Is because this one obviously Reddit agreed he's not the asshole. Cool. There's another one. That's a. I, I'll need to figure out which one it is, but that they like that why the asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then we should do both. Because here's the thing. I I, I don't know if he cuts this out. I think that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Okay, so now the FAQ, right? I think right. from the way that they wrote this, I think that they edited this in. They didn't specifically say they edited it sure. this in, but it seems like they did. Okay. Um. Why didn't your wife tell you? My wife does know about their restrictions, but she struggles to put things together. Who doesn't? (laughs) Listen, this wife is the most relatable person I have ever heard. You just know? Struggles to put stuff together (laughs) defines me 23 hours of the day. (laughs) The 24th is while he's sleeping. It's not one consistent hour. (laughs) Let's go ahead and say that first. Okay. But she struggles to put things together. They just don't click for her. Well, I can ask her everything about anything and she can give me a detailed and precise answer. She won't connect it to our day-to-day life. I don't blame her for this. Second question. Doesn't the alcohol burn away while cooking? Not all of it technically. On average in the pan sauce, 0.25% to less than 0.1%. like a a white claw's worth of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) It remains not much, but still something. Okay, third question. Why didn't you ask about dietary restrictions? That isn't as common overseas. It is Mm. on the individual to inform. I gave them three days to Mm. inform me of any dietary restrictions or allergies. So that makes it seem like he did ask them explicitly, do you have any dietary restrictions? Um, Fourth question. Why didn't you study the religion before moving there? I didn't study anything about France before moving there. <laughs> That's the realest as well. I, am a, I love this man. Same though. Same. <laughs> I like learning things on the spot and have an adventure with them. This particular time, it bit me in the ass. Um, 
I am not native to France. I am from Seattle and moved to France at 18 to wash dishes in some restaurants. I spent my entire adult life in Europe, though. Hot take here, especially after that frequently yeah. asked question. You aren't the asshole. You are actually the biggest beneficiary of the story. Because yeah. it sounds like you almost formed a social network with some total narcs. And that's not fun at all. I feel like he would have been like... I don't know, like, they would have tried to get him to join, him and his wife, to join Mormonism. I keep thinking about that, too, and I have to then go back to the open relationship analogy, so I don't just immediately Fair be enough. like, well, screw them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... It's they assumed a young Mormon couple moved into the neighborhood yeah. and was going to be young and Mormon with them, and that's not what they wanted, and now both sides are unsatisfied, and I've been there. Yeah. Unsatisfied. And it's just best Same. to know... That we're never going to do this again. <laughs> On it, yeah, at this, especially if he did ask them, like, hey, do you have any dietary restrictions? Because I'm about to cook you a four-course meal. Right. Because I'm a professional chef from France. Also, Loki, I mean, let's, let's think about this now from a different perspective. Let's say a person cooks you a beautiful four-course meal. You don't tell them you're allergic to pistachios. And at the end of the fourth course, there's a dessert that has like a pistachio topping. And you eat a little bit of it and you have an allergic reaction. Is the chef an asshole? That's, yeah. I don't think the so. The answer you, is no. You still provided me one with three incredible courses. And I bet yeah. the fourth course was cool too until my throat closed up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, when I was working in Utah, this is all coming back. I Good. went to, there was one point where it was just me and one of my managers on site. And there was like some other people, but it was just us working on the project team. And he was like, let's go to lunch. Like, I didn't bring anything. And I also hadn't brought anything that day. So we sure. went to a Thai restaurant. And as we were walking into the Thai restaurant, he was like, by the way, I have a deathly allergy to peanuts. Not a great <laughs> place to be for that. And I was like, don't Thai restaurants have, like, a lot of, like, like peanuts, peanuts on everything? And, like, he was like, spring rolls. I know. And he was like, yeah, but I've been to this place before. And they're usually pretty good about it. Usually? Exactly. Pretty good. And I was like, I like, I know you. I don't know you that long. He was like, just in case there's an EpiPen in my backpack. And I was like, where? Backpacks what? are huge. And they're even bigger when someone's dying. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, girl, get out. Listen, yeah. I once, uh, I love doing this thing that's like maybe remotely a little dangerous, but I'm a huge white guy with a beard. And that is descending into just like the most rural reaches of the American West and staying in these kind of insane slop together Airbnbs so that way I can like get better access to the canyon in the morning <laughs> and I say that one that was like a full compound like I found out over dinner that there were three floors below me and I was on the main floor but this man was there because he owns a winery in California and was escaping taxes i have a story related to that best wine of my life was drink <laughs> three floors above his family's kitchen on the main floor of his compound um i forget i think it was like salida utah beautiful time love that. i absolutely love the place saw okay. a lot of really cool stuff could not recommend more i need to pee i'm gonna pause this okay. for like three seconds and we're back I love it. They didn't Elevator know that we music. left. We just paused it. I really thought it was even going to show a break. It did not. Didn't 100%. <laughs> going to have to find that again. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> That's also not making any mark whatsoever. That's fine. Just put a little marker mark right there. We can write down the time Oh, no, that one, that one worked. That works. Um, okay. So final thoughts on Mormons on that story. 
he's not the asshole. Everyone could have done better. So then here's my question for you. What if you go to a friend's house here in Denver and you have what honestly is like the best meal of your entire life? Okay, imagine what that would be like for a second. Yeah. And then you find out that it's laced with magic mushrooms and that's why it's the best meal of your entire life. Would that upset you? Uh, if it were magic mushrooms, I feel like it's a very different scenario. I think you can like, there's a bunch yeah, of different ways to like fair. pull off. Um, because of who I am as a human, I think I would be surprised and annoyed, mm. but willing to try it again. Yeah, I think I would be like, who really wish we had had like a check-in before all of this. But yes. this is would have been an amazing meal. But also at the same time, like a little, little red wine sauce doesn't stop you from being able to drive home at the end exactly. of the Exactly. The thing is that like it, that red wine sauce is commonplace in cooking, whereas adding magic mushrooms sure. is not. <laughs> well, I wonder too, like how far does the alcohol thing go? Is it like all fermented stuff? Because like... What does that do to like miso and things Good question. like that? You know? I don't know. I only questions, no answers. <laughs> only Your questions, no answers. Beast of a dog is upstairs. Right now. <laughs> we know his name is Bowser for a reason. Um, and then am I the asshole number two slash three? Okay, two slash three. This is the last one of this episode. We're gonna we're it's commonplace now. We're gonna do three. Okay. And this <laughs> episode is gonna be significantly shorter. After That's fifteen minutes of that. IKEA talk. But we can pull the side at least fifteen minutes behind away. our Promethean account. <laughs> for those who are supporters of the pod. You can Patreon. hear us Patreon. There we go. Promethean board's the name of the huge expensive digital whiteboards they gave us that buffer oh. <laughs> you don't have the smart boards anymore no we did but apparently what works wasn't good enough <laughs> i need something that buffers why have something good if it's broke no one talks enough about how the purpose of meditation is to get you through the asinine decisions your workplace makes that's <laughs> fine <laughs> All okay. I want is a wraparound whiteboard on every inch of my walls, but I can't that have it. That would be amazing. Anyways. Actually. Um, am I the asshole number three? Number three. Am I the asshole for getting mad at my friends who left me out because I am a, quote, alcoholic? Ooh. Fun. We both get to talk about our family's genetic histories in this How? one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I chose this one because the structuring of this whole thing is poor. Are you going to get up? No, of course not. Go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> this is an awkward situation, and I don't know who is in the wrong, so please help me out and don't judge my and my friend's decisions regarding drinking. I love how this person, who is potentially the victim, is still defending his friends in all of this. Oh, yeah. He's like, don't judge anybody. Here's the I thing. Just, we want an honest opinion. Have you ever met an alcoholic, though? Of course we have. Yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. I've they met are, They are, at least when sober... The most understanding people you have ever met. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, 17 female. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm so sad. I already hit this story. <laughs> have a group of friends of six, me included, at school. And we aren't that close, but close enough. This woman's 17. 17. I need to stay tethered to this. Yeah. What, do they have algebra together? But yeah. Like, other than that, they're like... Mm. They like see each other at their lockers. Is it that know. classic friendship where it's like, I don't know anyone else in this class, so you will be my group partner for everything. But if I see you in the hallway, die. I have no yeah. idea who you are. Yeah. 
That was yeah. That's what school is built on. That's the bedrock. That was me, but also just because I was shy okay, and so got bullied. So the cast of Euphoria wrote an "Am I the asshole?" Go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um, I, seventeen female, have a group of six, me included, friends at school, and we aren't that close, but close enough. A few days ago, as usual, we hung out at a restaurant. All of us had ordered alcoholic drinks. Because I like my drinks stronger in my cocktail, I poured two five centiliter bottles of vodka. So I think they're from Europe, actually. Yeah, if they're 17 and ordering drinks, that was my first Yeah, I bet they're from Europe. I don't know where they're actually from, but definitely Europe. Um, A vodka that I had in my purse. So actually, they weren't ordering alcohol. I don't know. Either they... Oh, in my cocktail, I poured. So it was a cocktail that they poured more vodka into. And that vodka they brought from home. Oh, from home, it seems like. Yeah. Um, I, it was getting late and it was almost time for me to go. But my friends started making fun of me and saying that I am annoying. They can't stand me and made references to stay longer after I leave. After hearing that I took my things and left and didn't speak with them. I want to mention that I wasn't drunk, just a little tipsy. Fast forward two days later, I texted Anna, quote, fake name, also 17 female, to go out. Also very European. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The only people I've met that have been named Anna were either one of my bullies or from Europe. And I only knew two Anna. So. <laughs> Anna, fake name, 17 female, to go out. And she left me undelivered for two days and then mm. answered with, quote, sorry, I have guests. For two days oh interesting so sorry i have guests is like also just, so weirdly aggressive just like don't respond that's what right. i do i like if someone is asking something from me you're not gonna hear from me for five days and i'm gonna say sorry i'm bad at texting for the fifth time in that conversation string alone my strive to get better at responding to text message means i've dropped sorry but i've not actually improved my response Same. i'm sorry i have no intention <laughs> of improving though i was supposed to get dinner with a friend last thursday and they had something is this you or the 17 year old no this is sorry this is me this is me i had i was supposed to get dinner with a friend last thursday they ended up having a meeting come up and they couldn't get dinner and like they're a law student and so it was fine we were supposed to get dinner tomorrow and i texted them today and i realized Mm -hmm. today when i went to text them like are we still on for tomorrow but i hadn't responded to their text since friday (laughs) i slept through my friend's baby shower this weekend (laughs) In my defense, the baby's not alive yet. Okay, to be it fair, was like a pre-shower. I too would sneak through a baby shower. That doesn't sound funny. Here's the thing: it was they had a keg and everything. And oh, you okay. know that the host can't drink it because she's pregnant. Can't um, drink the keg. The keg. The keg. Oh, oh a keg. Talking about very different parties. Okay. Oh, the dual disappointment of realizing I missed a keg and a close friend's baby shower. It's tough. It is that tough. Is fair. Okay. Continuing. Back to the seventeen-year-old whose yeah. friend just ghosted her. Friend ghosted her for two days and said, sorry, I have guests. After another day, I called her. She didn't answer and called me two hours later to tell me, quote, I'm not in the neighborhood anyway, so I can't hang out. Next day, I saw on an, on an app, um, we all have each other's locations, that all five people were at Anna's house. Mind you, this group has two couples, plus me and one other guy. And usually the two couples hang out, but they also invited the other guy and he was just there being the fifth wheel. Usually the two of us stay together. Mm. Then, after everybody left Anna's house, I called her and asked her if she can talk. And she told me that she didn't have battery and she will call me later when she charges her phone. I looked on the app and she had 35%. 
That's I did not know that you could see other people's battery percentage on that. That app. sounds like an app that a mom who spies on her children would insist on. My mom almost did that to me. Really? Yeah. One we of, are of different generations. Uh, we are like what five years apart. We are of different ethnic backgrounds. I, is what it also really is. true. Also true. But I had a pay-as-you-go phone until college. Okay, <laughs> I couldn't track myself. I didn't have data. I think until like the, towards the end or. Er, Maybe like sophomore year of high school, but my mom was like very close to installing like a spy, spy thing on my phone that could track Yikes. all of my text messages. So I don't know what my mom would do because she wasn't given that option. Because yeah, let me take you a little little field trip back to the year 2010. My mom was instructing me not to respond with okay to messages that I understand because it costs me 0.3 of a minute, and when you're paying per minute that's hilarious that's frivolous and so my mom was like ghost him <laughs> make him double text you <laughs> i remember i had i had a pay-as-you-go phone like my first couple phones were pay-as-you-go and i remember was that in fifth grade putting in your little pink little person whatever going to school being probably like, oh. yeah. no it was this was middle school specifically because i had one of the phones that like slid up both ways like slip that's slip not even a pay-as-you-go phone if you had a full keyboard it did, but it was still pay as you go. Like you had to pay for per text These and stuff. These people out here acting like they're adults. They don't know what Grant's it was like. Grant's gay and thirty, and he decided that he's twenty-nine until April. Maya. Well, by the time this comes out, watch out! I'm federally protected, and that's a hate crime. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you're sorry. I'm homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Call me the Florida Keys because the federal government wants to protect me. Okay, I know that's a threat. <laughs> Anyways, so this 17-year-old whose friends are absolutely ghosting are her. Are just ghosting her. Um, then, after everybody left Anna's house, I called her and asked her if she can talk, and she told me that she didn't have any battery, and she will call me later when she charges her phone. I looked on the app. She had 35%. The next day is when I got pretty mad and called her that I had had enough of her, and the whole group ignored me, without, and I didn't know why, um, but she agreed to meet with me. After we met, she told me that she wanted to break from our friendship because it's, quote, hurting her, seeing me drunk all the time, and until I get clean, we shouldn't hang out anymore. Now, there is no doctor involved in this, but I don't consider myself an alcoholic. I do drink often, but very rarely I drink around them, maybe six times total in the span of five months, and they were oh. never affected by my drinking, so I don't know what to do and if she was right making this this decision or not am i the asshole oh that's tough that is tough i think it's tough like for you and i specifically because this is my parents never gave me the talk around sex uh maybe they could just sense that i was gay was it <laughs> impregnating anyone but they were never like don't you blah 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 but when i was 18 my dad sat me down and was like i mean i think you probably know this grant but we have a genetic history that you want to kind of keep an eye on. And I was like, yeah, I gotcha. Have the same. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. So I think you and I are both are like, there's a boogeyman and it's real and it ruined your grandfather's life, <laughs> you know? And so it's, it's tough, you yeah. know, because your perception of like my drinking isn't impacting others yeah. is skewed. And also 17 year olds perceptions of the world is so far off from the actual. Yeah. I mean, all reality is subjective, 100% for yeah. sure. But especially if you're a child. And I say that as like a, a certified with college degree person who works with adolescents, exactly. especially around this age. Yes. What I will also say, though, and this is, again, a professional opinion. 17 year olds are just like kind of awful sometimes. 
as a seventeen, as a previous seventeen-year-old, former seventeen-year-old, I agree. Here's the thing: I was born. I was in middle school. I saw MTV's The Next Bus when I was thirteen, <laughs> and I came to at age twenty. I was never a teenager. Yeah, exactly. So, in general, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's hard because I don't think this person knows that they have a drinking problem because they mm-hmm. might not have had experience with it, and also when you're drunk and no one else is drunk around you, right. you don't feel that drunk. It's when you encounter someone drunker than you that you're like, oh, right. that person's drunk. And there's also a handful of moments when it's like, oh, how do any of us say that it's like weird that you're drunk right now? Yeah. But also, just to like hear out the original poster on this yeah. one, I think your friends just want to cut you out. Yeah. Because high schoolers who are in a relationship, that is then who they become. And I'm guessing the fifth wheel is allowed to hang around because he's like funny or pining after one of the people. One of in the a ones that's in a relationship, yeah. Or poor Canelo's dose, both, you know? I don't know. Yeah. Also, like maybe the person who's a fifth wheel like has a car and like his benefits out. Or he's 18. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and so I think. Um, she gets the gift one of like a new friend group as she yeah. enters this like brand new era in her yes. life, and two, she gets the benefit of uh, this ruined my last friendship, so maybe I won't make alcohol a cornerstone of how I interact with like this next group of people. Yeah, because it says even that like we're not that close, but we also go to restaurants regularly together and order cocktails. So like, I don't know. It seems like definitely alcohol is a cornerstone. Um. Obviously, Reddit deemed her the asshole. Sure. Um, kindly, though. People in the comments were very nice. Like, Reddit never sticks out for people who like to party, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> Cocaine Bear was the first victim. Exactly. Uh, well, listen, I want Elizabeth Banks to contact Anna and just get her side of the story. Her side of the story is very important. Her side of the story is her murdering the five friends in the Elizabeth Banks version. I would of watch her that story, movie. 100%. Okay. So, her edit after this was thank you so much for your comments. You really helped me see that I was the problem, quote, which I did, or parentheses, which I didn't realize, and that I need to accept that I might have a problem surrounding alcohol. I apologize to all of them. I'm grateful that you made me look at it from a different perspective because I was stuck on my perspective and that it was my fault that I normalized my drinking. Thank you again. Which was very sweet. I mean, not to be that person, but who hasn't heard that speech from someone they know that's an alcoholic? That's fair. <laughs> you're not. I feel like hearing it at a young age is probably like pretty eye open, especially if you're like actively using a fake ID sure. and hearing that from like your friends or like from p- anonymous people online. Because like when people post on Am I the Asshole, it's like oftentimes like they're clearly the victim, but they sure. feel guilty and they want like people reassurance. are making them feel bad, and you're like, I need to turn to an extra. Yeah, but like so, like the times that reddit calls people the asshole on am i the asshole is like not as common as not the asshole right so i don't know like hearing that from a bunch of anonymous sources hearing your story i also do feel like there's probably a lot to the story that she's not telling that like Mm. she maybe didn't pick up on initially the huge thing for me is that i brought my own alcohol to spike my drink my cocktail yeah yeah that's 
Also, it just it seems We've like we've all made ourselves triples at a house party before. <laughs> we have, right? Let's we not have. let's not be too high on a horse. Maybe a let's, pony on a horse. I'm younger but... than you. I'm not young enough to have not experienced jungle juice in like you don't have to remind plastic container. Younger than us. Every Grant time. is really old. I'm I'm thirty. I'm 29. That I wasn't even going to say my age. I was going to say I'm like spontaneous. I'm single. Uh, <laughs> oh, good. Look at it. When we both laugh at the same time. I know. It like really goes off the rails. No, what I, oh, I guess what I was going to say is I'm single. No, I'm gonna, I, I have lost the thread. That's all right. Um, yeah, I wish her the best. 17 feels so permanent and is actually so so malleable yeah and you're gonna change in ways that you don't even know that you're about to change it's actually so funny not to talk about my job some more but it's our students will graduate yeah and then they'll come back and they'll be like mister you'll never guess but me and so and so we're like not friends anymore but do be how it is i know and i always want to be like wow kiddo what? the kid you got sat next to in seventh grade english because you guys' last name starts with the same letter you guys have Art? developed different interests and hobbies and that alone wasn't enough to build an adult friendship off of well, color me surprised. Color me shocked. <laughs> color truly shocked. Honestly, color me. I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. You could end up stuffed. <laughs> Listen, I too have worn a gold chain and hoped bears would listen to me. So, oh god, yeah. I don't even know. Is that the next episode? Is this is this before or after that? This wasn't I very nature oriented, so that may be before. Stay tuned. I I think this might have to. We've made too many bear references, so it might. We'll see. We have to move it we'll afterwards. See. Yeah, we'll it's see. Fine with me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think don't bring your own alcohol to parties. Also, don't think that your high school friends are going to be around forever. I think I talked to like. Four of my high school friends. Hundred percent. Several of mine have kids now, so like you never know how wrong someone's life could go. (laughs) Reminder: I'm 24. I have a friend from high school that is has three kids. She wanted to get engaged to her boyfriend of the her partner at the time that she that they dated um like junior and senior year of high school, and he was a year younger. He proposed when she graduated. Mm. Her parents said. No, right. because she was still 17 at the time he reposed. Huge yikes. Yeah, and so they had every right to say no, and they did. And so in retaliation, as soon as he graduated, they moved in together. Mm. She got pregnant. Listen, don't take advice from us. I see myself displayed in a stuffed cocaine bear. <laughs> And Maya gets TikToks from her therapist. So we're not here to That's tell you to live your great. life. But we'll, we'll let you know about the potholes we've seen on our way up to this point so far. Yeah. So, yeah, don't carry around shooters at 17 to 100%. spike your already already alcoholic cocktails. That doesn't seem like a great idea. You already have a fake ID. Don't add to it. And as both of our families told us, if you cut a genetic history, keep an eye on it. <laughs> Just keep thinking about it. If you ever feel like you need a drink... You don't. And if that's not funny, that's totally okay. Because you know what? We laughed. Well, I laughed. We laughed. <laughs> well, we laughed. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Please, uh, please continue to listen. Um, it be great. I think there's probably like 10 of you out there in the world. So Maybe. Let us know if you have any uh, topics. <laughs> 
I'll or make if it you have any corporate point. sponsorship connections. Maya and I live expensive lifestyles. But until then, stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Bye.